0: Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah,
1: yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah,
0: yeah. I need to do it again.
1: From the Anajar
2: and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3.
3: We're going to uh, debut a, uh, a couple of new segments today here on Levica Theo, and Stone. Very, very exciting things, I tell you. I love always, debuts. Always pushing the boundaries of, uh, of radio here on, uh, on ESPN 106.3. Uh, apparently he is back, Rob in Port St. Lucie, on Levica Theo, and Stone. Hello, Rob.
2: Gentlemen, how are you today?
3: Uh, good, good, good. Good to hear from you.
2: Yeah, I was just calling in about the um, the 49ers and the and the Purdy um, being a fraud. I, I I think you guys are totally off on this.
3: Yeah, uh, you got that's that's, that's Theo, me. That's Theo
4: Dorsey right here. what you got? What you got on Purdy? Talk to me.
2: Well, I mean, let, let's look at everybody for the season so far, right? So Lamar Jackson's got three interceptions for the season. Allen, Josh, got seven. Two has got six. Stafford's got six. Jalen Hurts has eight. Hurty only has three. Now those three came in the last two games, two this yeah. game on Monday night, and one the last game. He still leads the NFL with 107.2 percentage in quarterback rating. So, you know, it was just a bad, bad two games. Now, in all honesty, we should have won the Cleveland game because the field goal kicker sucks. We just yeah. got to get rid of him. And then, yeah. you know, even last night, he missed one. So I, I can't say that Purdy is a bust. He's not. You guys are giving him a bad rap and saying that he's just not there. I think he's, he's good. I think it's not be that he's a bust. He's he a do you believe he's
4: an MVP? Do you believe he's a top five player even on your own team that you root for? Is he a? Is he the MVP of the league? Because that was the argument. And he's a fraud when it comes to the MVP debate. He's okay to run Kyle Shanahan's offense and put the ball in the hands of playmakers.
2: So you think he's just a position player for the offense of Shanahan?
4: Yeah, he's a system. He's
2: think, a You guy don't think you don't you don't think he could prosper and
4: and do no. okay? No, I don't think that if he wasn't surrounded by Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Kyle Shanahan on the sideline, top five defense on the other side, I don't think his record would be so great, and I don't think he would be able to get by by not taking risks. Every time Brock Purdy's put in a situation where he has to take a risk to try to make a play or win the game, sometimes it works, but more times than not, it ends like it did last night where he throws an interception over the middle of the field on a ball he should have never thrown. I
3: think Brock Purdy is a slightly better, less good-looking Jimmy Garoppolo.
4: And you can win a Super Bowl with him. Yeah, that. yeah. You can win a Super Bowl you with him. You can. I, I do believe you can win a Thanks Super Bowl with Brock, call, Brock Purdy. It just, but he's a guy where, again, Ccat was talking about how he doesn't want weather affecting his spoor- or he does want weather affecting his Yeah, sport, he, yeah. Wants, right? he wants uh, oh, man. the elements. Yeah, he uh, wants the he, elements. Chaos. Brock Purdy is a guy that can thrive when the elements aren't there. He's kind of like Jared Goff-esque, where Jared Goff is so good at home, so good in the dome, so good when there's nothing but pure football going on and people around him are great. Brock Purdy can operate well, but when you play against a guy like Brian Flores who's going to show you that they're sending the house every single play and then sometimes drop all and, and send three and sometimes yeah. send eight, yeah. Brock Purdy gets flustered. He, doesn't, he can't make plays on the boundaries, and he also just isn't a guy. Like, when the 49ers got the ball – did you really have faith that Brock Purdy was no. going to lead them on that game-winning drive right no, there?
3: especially when he uh, almost threw an interception uh, on the very, very first throw.
4: Very first play. It's yeah. like what well, Kyle Shanahan, I'll have to be thinking, as soon as that happened, like, damn. And this is why I went out and got a Sam Darnold. This is why we drafted Trey Lance. This is why we moved on from Jimmy Garoppolo because guys like Jimmy Garoppolo and a little bit improved in Brock Purdy. Like you said, a slight tick up from Jimmy Garoppolo and yeah. Brock Purdy. Don't go out and win you games. They just keep you in games or don't lose you them by playing through the playmakers.
3: And – I've uh, I've come to terms with the fact that, uh, and all the quarterbacks that Rob mentioned, Josh Allen, Tua, uh, Lamar. They're taking risks. Brock Purdy. What I would say, though, Brock Purdy is, of those other names, named the most limited in terms of ability yeah. as a quarterback. He doesn't even have close to the accuracy of a Tua. He does not have the mobility or the arm strength of a Lamar. He does not have anywhere close
4: near any of the intangibles yeah. of a Josh Just Allen, right? <laughs> Josh Allen. Uh, if Brock Purdy playing the same position is crazy. But
3: it doesn't mean it, Rob is a 49ers fan. It doesn't it, we we get so caught up in defending our quarterbacks where the priority should be can they win a Super Bowl with this team? And Brock Purdy doesn't matter if he's yeah. not an MVP. He can win a Super Bowl with that team. Here's you know, I think the Brock Purdy conundrum is a, a good reminder for a lot of you in relationships, okay? Think about this. You're a man who has certain needs, right? And so you're looking for a partner. You're looking for someone that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Would you love the banging model, the Instagram influencer, curvy and gorgeous and refuses to age? I mean, just someone that you're going to flaunt around your friends and say, that's mine. I mean, look at that figure. Mm. Um, But she... She, she, she doesn't help around the house, mm. and she refuses to, to do any sort of laundry. She's a little bit sloppy. Mm. Maybe she's really, really lacking in the, the meal preparation aspect of the relationship, yep. wants to go out with her friends all the time. That's Justin Herbert. <laughs> Justin Herbert Justin Herbert is is a is a trophy partner yeah. right
4: there. Looks good.
3: It looks great. I yeah. mean absolutely beautiful. You're posting all your photos with him on Instagram and everyone's like fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. You're like, that's mine. I hit that. But then <laughs> but then there's there's <laughs> yeah. Brock Purdy. Yeah. And Brock Purdy comes in. Can can make a seven course meal. Come on, um, is okay with your just foul smelling workout clothes. Don't worry, baby. I'll put them in the laundry for you, and I'll fold them for mm. you. Um, hey, you want a massage? Absolutely. Thank yes. you so much. Love and that. might be a little homely. Yeah. Might be a little homely, but it depends on the time of day. Yeah. Depends on the mood you're in, and you know what? That's a keeper right there. That's Brock
4: Purdy. Yeah, he's he's uh he's the safe choice. He's a safe pick. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's be loyal. Comfort. He's be, be loyal. Comfort
3: loyal. Right? Yeah, like
4: Justin Herbert, you know he's responding to all the DMs. You know that, right? Yeah, like yeah. He,
3: Always he, looking yeah. elsewhere. He's,
4: he's he's responding to the DMs. He's he's liking stories. He's doing all of that extra stuff, the right. extramarital stuff. Whereas Brock Purdy is a rock. Right. A solid foundation. Now,
3: yeah, you don't, you're not going to be jealous yeah. of Brock Purdy because yeah. you know there's no one else out there. Yeah, yeah. As long as you treat Brock Purdy uh, in a respectful manner, you don't have to be looking over your shoulder.
0: Mm-hmm. You're not posting
4: candid to Brock. You're not posting a lot of pictures of Brock. No, burning. Brock, you gotta make. You gotta give, photos. Give foliage it's the whole family thing. photos.
2: Yeah, family. Give <laughs> bro- Brock for 45 them. minutes. Make sure he makes his face, and then yeah. then we'll roll. <laughs> I, mean, that's a, I think that's kind of. <laughs> See, but you're, I, the you're time going around the, in the in bush. Show that. That's <laughs> kind of it. I
3: think we've gotten to the crux of this entire thing. I mean, Stone. Let's be honest. That was one of the finer analogies we've ever presented on this radio.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie. I, I do think it's top five.
3: Yeah, it was right there, actually. Uh, hey, uh, Theo, before we uh, we get to some ESPN personalities that probably need to take a Valium, uh, want to tell us about the greatness of Duffy's Sports Grill? Man, Ken,
4: we have a beautiful, beautiful viewing out here as we're sitting out here at Breakers West, and, and I love what I see, the palm trees. I see people swinging their clubs. I see a little chatting going on on the putting green. But you know what? Every single time I go to Duffy Sports Grill, Mm -hmm. nothing beats the view of being able to see a TV everywhere I look. That's right. 80 or more televisions at every single Duffy Sports Grill. You look north, boom, television Mm -hmm. on your favorite game. Mm -hmm. You look west, boom, television on a divisional rival you're rooting against. You look east, boom, it's Brock Purdy being average. Like, this is what you (laughs) want in a football-watching experience, and Uh Duffy Sports Grill delivers it every single day. You get two-for-one drinks all day, every day. No such thing as happy hour around Duffy's. Every day, every hour is happy hour because you get two-for-one drinks as well as award-winning burgers and award-winning wings. And uh, time is ticking. It's still October, which means Oktoberfest still going on. So enjoy some of the specials, specifically food and drink items you can only get during Oktoberfest. Go online to check out the menu and also sign up for awards at Duffy'sMVP.com. And remember, at Duffy's, our game is always on. I have a question for you, Theo. Is Stephen A. Smith okay? Uh, just, <laughs> he is the most, let's just say excitable. I'm not sure if I can say the word that I would use where, you know, the unicorn has that thing on top of his head, but he's the most excitable uh, personality in sports media.
3: Uh, last week, uh, Molly Carum, who is the, uh, the driver of that show, first take on ESPN, um, very talented, also very beautiful woman. Yeah. Very beautiful woman. Um, her phone was vibrating, apparently, uh, while they were on air. She forgot to turn off her, the, the vibrate portion of her phone. She was yeah. getting a message, and it's vibrating on the table. Stephen A. Smith multiple times dropping a... hey. Molly, you're making me say vibrator. You're yeah. making me say like just really out of pocket stuff to Molly Caraman. She was sort of oh, I don't know, Stephen. I don't know. He's like vibrator. Yeah, <laughs> vibrator. Uh, it's just <laughs> that good I, I mean yeah, Stone. I <laughs> uh,
4: vibrator. Like Stone, it was, it was just
1: vibrator. Uh, it was just really, really uncomfortable, oh my right, God. Stone? I mean it. I mean it. It, it honestly, more than uncomfortable. I'm trying to. Figure out when you're watching this, like, there, there's not one person out there who's like, yeah, Stephen. It's like, no, no, uh, stop, Stephen. Oh, Stephen A. towing that. Oh, right. That is, yeah, Stephen A's towing that
3: sex line. Yeah, everybody's yeah. looking yeah. for. <laughs>
1: exactly. Everyone's like, Nobody wants go, to go, see go, Stephen A. Smith flirt. Right.
3: Exactly how I feel <laughs> Or start about dropping this. innuendo. Nobody wants that. Not with that receding hairline, I don't.
4: Boom, roasted.
3: Yeah. So, ah, <laughs>
1: <evaporated. laughs> So, so can, then. Can me, you, and Stephen A. have receding hairlines?
3: That, that, right. Oh, and nobody yeah. wants to hear me talking about. Ah, yeah. right. <laughs> 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 um, so so then today, today Stephen A. Stephen A. got got a little little tingly again <laughs> with Molly. Listen to this weird, uncomfortable, cringy exchange between Stephen A. Smith and Molly Carum on First Take. The most dangerous
2: pass catcher is Travis Kelsey. He breaks perfection.
0: Well,
4: maybe that. Taylor's motivating him.
0: Well, I'm quite sure she is. Let's get that out of <laughs>
2: the way. I'm sure she is. The voice anyway, is unnecessary. I'm, 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 but I'm, I'm just i mean, Margaret, do I need I'm, a towel again? I'm i I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying no, we don't need a <laughs>
3: towel. All right, shut it off right there. I'm about I I, I, I we'll hey, we'll listen
4: back yo, to the whole thing. I didn't even realize Dan Orlovsky said that Dan so, so
3: we do do we need do we need Stephen A. Smith to be thrown in the cold shower? What is wrong with this man? What is wrong with this guy? I, that this was is back-to-back weeks that this guy is towing an innuendo line that nobody wants to hear. Stephen A. Smith
4: approach—he's no sex god. Th- here's the thing with Stephen A., though, because he is—he's hitting that age, and he is a—he is a member of Omega Sci-Fi uh, Fraternity Incorporated, and, I, and my pops is a Q dog. I know a lot of Q dogs; they can't help themselves. They can't help themselves. They they be drooling at the yeah, mouth. Um, yeah, Yeah, yeah. So and Stephen A is right at that unk stage. He's a cute dog, and and he also has a yeah, lot so of it's ego. another type of dog too. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. So he's got a lot of ego, and all of those things blended up with him sitting right next to Molly querum on a daily basis, and the dude just can't control himself. He's like one of those cartoon dogs with the tongue out of his mouth. Like,
3: I mean, somebody, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> Put, throw that man in the shower. All right, you go ahead and so let's go ahead and and, and keep keep letting that hey ride yo. because Stephen Stephen A Smith is apparently about this life. Let's hear it again. Uh, Molly Karam <laughs> drops say I, I, I think Taylor's motivating Travis Kelsey, and then Stephen A proceeds to start going into this this. Deep fantasy, I think he's probably envisioned about how Taylor Swift <laughs>
4: oh my God. is
3: motivating Travis Kelsey on
4: national TV
3: the, most in the middle of the afternoon. His pass catchers, is. Travis
2: Kelsey, he breaks perfection.
0: Well,
4: Maybe Taylor's happen. motivating him.
0: Well, I'm quite sure she is. Let's get that out of <laughs> the way. I'm sure she uh, is. The voice anyway, is unnecessary. I Do
2: I need a I'm, towel I'm, again? I'm, 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 I'm just saying. Like that.
3: What? Dan Orlovsky dropping? Do I need a towel again? 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 Did First Take move to Cinemax? At HBO? Or is it just Max
4: now? It's
3: just Max. Oh yeah, right. Just Max. Max. I I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand when First Take ended up going. Uh, like. you you can't
4: have your kids watch that. <laughs> no, heck no. And, and, and Stephen A. He's been a freaky guy. He's he's he said a lot of little borderline things throughout the year, and especially on that little Stephen A. Smith podcast. Not little big. It does a lot of numbers, but the little clips I see on Twitter. I, I remember when the uh, the S I swimsuit edition was coming out. And he just was like putting up the models and talking about each of them. It was one of the creepier clips I've seen out of Stephen A. He's a he is a he's a dude that enjoys he enjoys himself uh, some half dressed women. You got uh, a guy behind just the just camera? Like, yeah, get it, Stephen yes, A. Get it, th-
2: Stephen A. <laughs> yeah, how hey how bad is she, Stephen A? <laughs> do <laughs> I need to get a towel? <laughs> like, do I need to get a
3: towel that. Let's just hear this one more time. First take on ESPN going to N C seventeen.
2: Most dangerous pass catcher is Travis Kelsey. He breaks perfection. Well, maybe
4: Taylor's motivating him.
0: Well, I'm quite <laughs> sure she is. Let's get that out of the way.
2: I'm sure she is. The voice anyway, is unnecessary. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just. I mean, do I need a I'm, towel again? I'm, 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 I'm no. just. I'm just saying. No, we don't need a towel. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, oh, what?
3: God. Like Dan Orlovsky trying to fit in. Uh, Stephen A. is like, yeah. Uh, I bet. I bet. Taylor Swift mode, <laughs> ah, <Brady. Yeah.
4: laughs> uh, And then Dan's like, hey, towel. Yeah. That uh, d- to didn't belong at all. Can I fetch you a towel, Stephen A.? <laughs> uh,
3: that does not top, however, this Freudian slip of Tom Pellicero. Oh,
4: no. On the
3: NFL Network uh, on Sunday. Tom Pellicero, <laughs> this, this, is, this is all time Freudian slip. Uh, <laughs> somebody get this man a cold shower as well. What was he thinking about?
0: They need Jameer Gibbs to go out and make some plays against a non-conference opponent, but a really good team. One that there's still some of those ghosts of Justin Tucker banging a 60-year-old uh, 60-yard field goal over the off the uh, crossbar and through to beat the luck. Lo- oh
3: my God! On the NFL Network again. Banging sixty-year-olds. Let's hear it one more time.
0: They need Jameer Gibbs to go out and make some plays against a non-conference <laughs> opponent, but a really good team. One that there's still some of those ghosts of Justin Tucker banging a sixty-year-old uh, sixty-yard field goal over the <laughs> off the uh, crossbar and through to beat the Lions last year. The best part well, is he tries he he to power th- through it yeah, as if it didn't giggled. happen. Giggled.
3: Yeah, and he giggled. He's like, Ooh. "What?" No, you can't, one you more can't time. just one more, try and one more power time.
1: through this list. Yeah, yeah, you'll more, you'll hear, hear his
3: giggling, but he tries to, at that point you probably should just shut it. Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can't
4: just power through that like we didn't just hear you say uh, uh the 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 pounding through a sixty. And, and listen how how much emphasis he puts on banging. Right, right,
3: bang! through a yeah, 60-year-old. Like, and there was no hesitation. Like, yeah. he said old. Like, where is his hat? Why don't you say year old? Those are right. two
4: words. You can't <laughs> slip up and say two words. Yeah.
3: Like, <laughs> like wasn't he? He was trying to say 60-yard field goal. Field goal where year old. 60-year-old come Year from? old? Year old? Field, field, field goal? goal? It's not close. They rhyme? Is that
4: what the <laughs> yeah, thing they is? Rhyme. They rhyme? They rhyme one you more
3: time. You don't
0: fix your mouth one the same time. way to
3: say field goal <laughs> and year Tom- old. Tom Pelissero getting weird.
0: They need Jameer Gibbs to go out and make some plays against a non-conference opponent, but a really good team. One that there's still some of those ghosts of Justin Tucker banging a 60-year-old, uh, 60-yard <laughs> field goal over the off the uh, crossbar and through to beat the Lions last year. <laughs> it's, he's paused
4: and then he just said, "Banging a 60-year-old." Somebody look at that man's search history. Yeah,
3: uh, boy. So. uh so you can tell it's getting to the midway point of the NFL season. Yeah. Things are getting a little weird on the old, uh, the old media
4: trail.
2: Get no, you to I mean, a towel over there. Get a towel. <laughs> get a
4: towel. Maybe that's the Dan secret Orlowski. to
3: success. <laughs> Did somebody need a towel?
4: <laughs> the secret to success. we got to get a little freakier on these airwaves maybe. Is that, is that how they're doing it these days? That is
0: wild. <laughs> it sells. It always sells. It always has. Sell.
4: sells.
3: Sex sells on ESPN and the NFL Network. Uh. <laughs> Uh, when we return, we, uh, we debut a, uh, a new segment here on Levica Theo, and Stone. Uh, I have some thoughts on some controversial things that I'm not sure if I'm taking the complete wrong approach. And I'm going to lean on my friends Theo Dorsey and Stone Lebanowitz to tell me if uh, I may be being led astray mentally. A segment we call, Am I Wrong for Feeling This Way?, very on the nose. Yes, Stephen, though you're bang. wrong. <laughs>
4: ah, right
3: up. <laughs> I'm Ken Lavicka. That's Stone Labanowitz. He's Theo Dorsey, Lavicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN
2: 106.3. From the Anajar right. and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavicka, Theo, and Stone yeah. on ESPN
3: 106.3. I, I, I just I, I can't get out of my head now thinking about what it has to be like to be in an intimate relationship with Stephen A.
4: Oh, Smith. It's, <laughs> speaking of thoughts racing through your brain. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, is he constantly breaking things down? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Top a <or> bottom. <laughs> like, I just don't know. I don't know. And it's unsettling, to be quite honest. <laughs>
0: Oh. I, can't, I can't
4: even do it. Uh, yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um. <clears throat>
3: Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Every day, every day I see something, I read something, and I say to myself, Am I wrong for feeling the way I do mm-hmm. about this? Luckily, I have a platform and I have two great pals, two great buddies of mine that uh, have no problem telling me whether they think I'm right or whether they think I'm wrong. So time now to debut a segment here on uh, Lavica Theo, and Stone entitled, Am I Wrong for feeling this way, uh, Stone. Uh, I I I just sent you something. LeBron James has a uh, a new commercial. It's Beats by Dre. He is uh, he has a new Beats commercial out. If you could go to one minute thirty seconds of uh, of that video, Stone. Uh, it's his wife who is narrating this commercial, and at one point. Uh, She makes mention of both of his sons. Bronny and and Bryce is the other one, Theo? Yep. yep. Bronny and Bryce. We all know that LeBron wants to play with his son, Bronny. He's been very open about that. And then there's his youngest or his younger son, Bryce, who is coming up through the high school ranks as well. And and LeBron's wife makes a comment that it's not just Bronny Mm. that LeBron is actually uh, having designs of playing within the NBA. Here's this beats by Dre. A commercial featuring lebron
4: tell them you're not done till you play with your son then do that again make them and do that
3: again it showed Bronny first who's mm. at usc now and then it showed bryce am i wrong for feeling this way i don't like that i don't like that don't get me wrong i like the fact that lebron wants to play with his sons what i don't like is him using his sons as potential free agent bait in the coming years. That rubs me the wrong way. Not only is it annoying nepotism, but it's fine if they're good enough. But how do you know they're good enough? What this is setting the table for is a bidding of LeBron's services Mm -hmm. based off of who, either A, rightfully, or frighteningly unrightfully so, will sign or draft Bronny or Bryce to me there's still so many questions to be answered about Bronny so many questions to be answered about Bryce and maybe they're lottery picks maybe they are 1st round NBA talents we just don't know yet but LeBron it is clear he is going to use them as free agent bait in the coming years and that to me just from a professional standpoint from a father standpoint fine but from a professional standpoint that rubs me the wrong way Theo am I wrong for feeling this way
4: yeah you're totally off base you're wrong <laughs> you are uh i don't even want i don't like going this far but you're really tipping into people's business that you don't need to be you know, dabbling into lebron James and i know it was on a commercial so he gave right me and it isn't but, but, our business it's the it, nba but here's here's what it is though let's just say in a hypothetical world bryce james and Bronny james are at best second round picks is it the worst thing in the world if a father improves their draft stock by saying he'll play for whatever team drafts them, and he sets his son up for a better future by making them lottery picks, what in the if there's NBA someone anyway, more deserving
3: who falls because matter. of the LeBron influence? Guess
4: what? He'll fall. He'll fall one pick, and the world won't shake and break down. That guy will still get a chance in the NBA. But we are on this earth for a limited amount of time. LeBron James sees his basketball mortality uh, fading with every single season. Why are we out here to criticize a man who's setting his sons up? To have a platform, to have more, like think about what I would like, argue they already have that because he did it for him though. That's what I'm saying, and he's continuing to do it. Why would he stop now? Why not get your sons drafted in the lottery, set them up for guaranteed contracts for about four years? Also, on top of that, hopefully get them in situations where a certain organization drafts them because they know they can also get LeBron James. Maybe he helps them succeed their first couple years in the league. And then he goes on. I think LeBron James is so – he has such a strong emphasis on being a good father in his son's life and in his daughter's life because he didn't have that same presence and he speaks about this a lot. And I admire every single step he takes. You think about what, what – what's his name? The ball dad. Lavar. Lavar. Ball. Think about what LeVar Ball did for his sons who would have been – you know, a, LaMelo Ball turns out well. He gets this super big contract. Lonzo Ball, we don't know if he'll ever play basketball again. He got another extension. He got a big contract and got drafted top three. And the Leangelo cat, he, he got some opportunities here and there, which he probably wouldn't have got without his father. Like, you think about Deion Primetime Sanders, what well, he's setting up his sons to do. Like, these guys are using nepotism and giving platforms to their kids to set them up for better lives. I see it happen all the time in the business world. Why not let it happen in sports? That doesn't
3: mean it's right. But here's the answer to the question. Am I wrong for feeling this way when it comes to LeBron James using his sons as free agent bait? And Theo says, Yes, Ken, you are wrong for feeling this way. That's how it's done on this maiden journey. Wait, what about Stone? uh, Am I wrong for feeling this way? Uh, Stone. Is up next okay. here in round two of Am I Feeling This? Uh, am I Wrong for Feeling This Way? Here on Levica, Theo and Stone. ESPN 1063. We're at Breakers West in West Palm Beach. Gorgeous day. Not too much sun. Super comfortable. It is the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl Golf Outing. I read to you from ESPN sources Michigan staffer had tickets at 11 Big Ten schools from Pete Thamel. Connor Stallions, the suspended Michigan staffer at the center of the NCAA sign stealing probe, purchased tickets in his own name for more than 30 games over the past three years at 11 different Big Ten schools. Sources at 11 different Big Ten schools told ESPN. The scope of the University of Michigan's alleged sign-stealing operation includes both video evidence of electronics prohibited by the NCAA to steal signs and a significant paper trail. Stallions forwarded the tickets he bought to at least three different people in different areas of the country, sources say, which hits at the breadth of the operation. The NCAA is expected to receive video evidence this week of illegal technology used in scouting tied to tickets purchased by Stallions. An opposing Big Ten school looked up in-stadium surveillance video from a game earlier this year. Sources said the person in the seat of the ticket purchased by Stallions held his smartphone up and appeared to film the home team sideline the entire time. Let's hear more from SportsCenter last night. Pete Thamel and a breathless report. On the University of Michigan, and did he or did he not know Jim Harbaugh sign stealing operation, the Big Ten and NCAA investigation. Here's Pete thamel on ESPN. Sources confirmed to me that on Saturday, when Penn State played Ohio State, stallions had purchased tickets on both sides of the stadium, meaning the opposing bench and the, uh, the home bench, excuse me, and the visitor's bench. Michigan obviously has two key games left on its schedule against Penn State and Ohio State, and buying tickets to put yourself in position to see the signals of both teams would certainly be something that would add to this operation. That is Pete Thamel reporting on Cheating Kate at Michigan. Buying tickets, <laughs> smartphones, stealing signs, Competitive advantage, Jim Harbaugh, the devil himself in college football. To me, I find this to be... A whole lot of discussion over something that is really, in the grand scheme of things, not that big a deal considering I watch college basketball coaches in NCAA-sanctioned tournaments sit courtside uh, scouting their next opponent. Coaches, signals, writing that down, going to the film, matching it up with the set, then using that, the next game, to set up their game plan. All of this, to me, well, it might violate a bylaw, a bylaw that by the way, the NCAA was trying to write off the books because it didn't really make financial sense any longer in this day and age where you can get your old 22 video or you can just record everything on television and see similar things. This seems to me like we're, we're sort of going crazy because it's Jim Harbaugh and Michigan involved. It's It's a little bit of an overreaction. Stone, am I wrong for feeling this way?
1: You are not wrong for feeling this way. I agree. I think the only thing that is a little bit concerning for Connor Stallions is his play sheet with all of the other team's signals on it that is just out in broad daylight for any camera to snipe, for any TV footage to grab. It has all of the other team signals on it. So for me, it's just a little alarming why you'd have that laminated and sitting on the sideline. There's not another... System you could have come up with to translate it <laughs> to whoever's calling the plays defensively for them. Yeah.
3: He got a little bold with it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's, Cause it's, he's it's also so got public Venmos that he's apparently been sending to people that uh, investigators can easily find uh, with him sending money to different people to what appears to be buy tickets at other big 10 <laughs> yeah. stadiums. It's,
1: it, 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 He's this, not a good criminal. It, it's, it's just not a good criminal. I, I, nothing you said was wrong. I think it's an overreaction as well. I don't think the NCAA does anything. And, and Matt Rule said it yesterday. Science stealing is normal, right? They do it in every aspect right. of every single sport. This is what happens. Right. But to take it to a certain degree or to come spying, I guess, you know, you can toe some lines. But this is normal. It happens everywhere.
3: Is it punishable? Sure. Did they have cameras at practices a la Bill Belichick? No. By the way, think of how much memory you're taking up using a smartphone to record a four-hour Big Ten football game. My God. Um, For me, Jim Harbaugh's not getting fired over this. We might never hear the name Conyer Stallions again, which is fine, because I didn't know who the hell he was uh, until like six seconds ago. Yeah. He was hired in 2022. He was doing a lot of this apparently as just sort of a guy, a fan, really unaffiliated in an official sense with the Michigan football program. We are we are uh, getting red-faced and, and trying to end Jim Harbaugh's coaching career and ban Michigan from the postseason. I have no allegiance to Michigan, all because it's, well, Jim Harbaugh involved, and that's where it gets salacious. And that concludes Am I Wrong for Feeling This Way? The inaugural edition here on Levica, Theo, and Stone. Let me tell you about EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. They've been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated. Uh, they're servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. As I said yesterday, this is a great time to get that AC checked because your air conditioning unit not working as hard as it's had to over the last six and a half months non-stop when we were literally living in Hades here uh, in South Florida. So uh, with EDS, get that gold plan. Theo is a proud, proud, proud gold recipient memory. of the gold plan. He's a gold member, which means that a couple times a year with technicians coming out from EDS, checking your AC unit, checking mm-hmm. the ducts, making sure you're all clean, all set, so that when you really, really, really need the air conditioning, you're not going to have that, uh-oh, this thing's not working, and then a whole conundrum takes place eds is yes edsairconditioning.com edsairconditioning.com plumbing needs they got you air quality needs got you as well not just ac it's eds eds is yes edsairconditioning.com when we return why stone labanowicz is a top five weirdest person that i know he's theo dorsey that is stone labanowicz i'm ken levicka levicka theo and stone on espn 106.3 you've got to pump it up don't you
0: know
2: pump it up you you From the you know Anajar and Levine Accident up. Attorney Studios, it's Lavica Theo it and Stone on ESPN 1063.
3: Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leaning edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices convened. Yenly located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Tomorrow on Levicka Theo and Stone, we push All Propaganda Day early with FAU Head Coach Tom Herman with the Owls playing Friday at Charlotte. That'll be uh, near the end of our two here on ESPN 106.3. I-, I-, I wanted to cover this. By the way, a uh, scale of one to five, one through five, one through five, uh, one being the worst, five being the best. What did you think of the debut voyage of, am I wrong for feeling this way, oh, Theo? I loved it. I-, I would say four. I would okay. say
4: four. I always room for improvement. No I doubt.
3: It. No yeah. doubt. And we'll go around the horn with this. We'll have yeah. Theo, uh, is he wrong for feeling this way? Yeah. We'll have Stone, is he is he wrong for feeling this way? Maybe we'll We'll wake up our terrible production staff and have them put something together for it. There we They're go. lazy as hell. They've been on vacation for the last three months. Hiatus. Knock, knock. Bunch of nonsense. Uh, Stone, uh, what uh, What did you think? One through five of the debut segment.
1: If I'm being honest, I was actually a really big fan of it. Uh, I'll give it a okay, four as good. well, like Theo.
4: Good, good, good. Always room for improvement. Yes, you never want to, because if we go five today, then mm-hmm. it's like, if we there's
3: peep. one thing we do, we strive for excellence, yeah. as as evidenced by us um, uh, us us imagining what it would be like to be intimate with Stephen A. Yes, Smith earlier, yes, earlier yes, in the yes, show. Yes, hundred percent. Right.
1: Yeah. Let me hear you say "vibrator." Top.
4: bottom, vibrator. This is my mm. home court.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, oh, man. No, I had It's my you. house. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ah oh, man, <laughs>
3: keep grinding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, s- oh, see again no. that there's yes, the excellence yes, we're that speaking was the excellence
4: of. On radio. So, there.
3: so uh, Stone on Sunday night, he was flying back from the Midwest where he was doing ESPN work uh, covering FCS football, and he uh, at, this was so random at 10:08 Eastern time uh, in the the group show text thread, mm. Stone sent the following question. How foul is it to be rocking a tank top on a plane? Mm. I didn't see that question coming. I yeah. never even considered that question before. I have seen people with tank tops on planes before. They're going on vacation, returning to South Florida. They're just in a tank top mood. I've never thought twice about it. Stone, what offended you so much about what I'm assuming was a male, a man, yep. wearing a tank top on uh, on your flight back to South Florida?
1: I don't know. It just seems really odd to me. Uh, I-, I think we all... Are of the understanding that y- you rub up against each other while sitting on planes, and 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 this fella here was like six four, maybe two thirty, like he wasn't a-, a a small one, and he had his tank top on and his gym shorts on and, and borderline like flip flops, like Jesus sandals, uh-uh. and he sits down and he's got the window seat. I'm in the middle. And he's kind of, uh, God, I forget the word. What is it, mansplaining? Where you're just letting your – you're opening those legs up wide. Manspreading.
3: spreading. Yeah, man- manspreading. If it was mansplaining. Be like, uh, like mansplaining, you know, wearing tank tops, accentuate your biceps. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So so he's manspreading. And I'm just like, yo, get a clue. And, and I'm starting to smell like his uh, – again, I, I'm – blank a word here is it like pheromones or your body like when i just smell your body it's body odor how yes. about bo yeah, yeah, but, it, but it didn't smell it's like, like he's it trying to attract you yes. it didn't smell like say. stink though like it wasn't like ugh <laughs> bo it was like it just smelled like a body just, just, smelled, just body smelled like is. an arm and i was Got just like what like why why, why, would, <laughs> why would you do that to people like i have to go for, for a whole two hours with you just with my arm up against yours, and you're in a tank top, and he was playing, like, balloons tower defense. And I was like, just get a clue. Get a so clue, bro. I don't yeah, want I I to sit here and game smell though. you, though. I, I hate this. Well, here's,
3: here's the issue that I think Stone has had. Called. I don't think wearing a tank top is the issue. I think the issue is that this is a big man who is man-spreading and wearing flip-flops. I'm curious, though. If this was a a, a woman, mm. would you be – up in arms pun intended hello over the tank top it,
1: i mean it would depend on how she smelled like if she smelled like perfume like i'm fine like like that's fine. like i have no problem with it like rubbing Let's it up be honest, against what you what
3: stone means is if she was
1: hot you'd yes, yes, be fine yes. i mean 100% if, cool. hey. if it was a
3: woman who was built like this man yeah. he would not be okay um, I mean,
1: th- be, there's that enough. too that's part two of it but it's but but thing. if you're not hot yeah, and man. you smell yes. beautiful that's fine too like i'm okay with that i can get through this flight i'll still fall asleep anyway but the man is like He's just lazy. I'd imagine he hadn't showered, and he just threw on a tank and some gym shorts and came to hop on his Delta flight. I'm like, I I don't, I don't like this. I don't, don't wear tank tops to the the airport.
3: What's the difference between a tank top and like a uh, a thin T-shirt?
1: I don't. Your arms, like you're you're not like showing. skin. your skin's not all over the place?
4: The armpits, the armpits are out. The pits are out, man. That's fair. The pits are, are out. Right now. No, that's fair. I mean that, yeah.
3: that's, and, no, and it's fine. I, I would not do a, a tank top no. on a plane. Also, it
4: gets cold on there. You should have opened the pit right. up I and mean, at them.
3: That's actually <laughs> serial killer. That's my biggest thing. That's serial killer yeah. behavior. It gets so cold on cl- planes. Who's
4: wearing oh, yeah. a tank top
3: Weird on though. there? Um, all right. Well, that's it for us. Uh, that's Stone. That's Theo. I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Vibrator. Bye-bye. <laughs>